0: This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org party today.
1: This is Soulful Living on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Terry Williams. Hey, wherever you are in the world today, I welcome you to another 30 minutes of Soulful Living here at Empower Radio. Uh, My guest today, Carolyn Mace, is a five-time best-selling author. I'm sure she's gonna be more than that as we talk about her latest work, um, Intimate Conversations with the Divine, Prayer, Guidance, and Grace. I've been following Carolyn for many years uh followed sacred contracts and worked with the archetypes and her latest book intimate conversations with the divine is absolutely beautiful carolyn it has left me in awe on a daily basis i open it up and the prayers you can tell i'm on the verge of tears the prayers resonate with me as if you're speaking to my soul so i thank you Thank you so much and send out the highest blessings to you and everybody listening.
0: Thank, Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Thank you.
1: Yeah, it's a beautiful offering and that you have decided to share your own personal prayers with the world is so beautiful. What inspired you to do that? Well,
0: I I actually I, my students actually, because I would sometimes read one of my prayers at my workshops. Mm. And I, I didn't tell them that it was my prayer, you know, that it was from my journal. And, um, and then somebody would say, can I have a copy of that? Can I have a copy of that? Can I have a copy of that? And um, eventually people would say, why don't you compile those? And I thought, are you kidding this is so personal yeah and and they are you know i mean because they also speak of how i what my own spiritual life is like
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but um honestly one thing one of the great sufferings that i have witnessed is the absence of faith in people mm-hmm. and the faith crisis that, that I don't even think people realize they're in a faith crisis.
1: You it, talked about that last mm-hmm. week in your prayers, your five prayer offerings. And um, I, I, I think you're right. People mm-hmm. are definitely lost when it comes to having faith.
0: Well, you know, what I observed for years now is that people can tell me with absolute conviction what they do not believe in, yeah. but they can't tell me what they do believe in, mm-hmm. they do have faith in, and I don't, I don't think people realize the role faith plays, and I'm not talking religion. And that's where people can't discern the difference between what is faith and what is religion, but that capacity to actually believe in something greater than yourself, including in yourself Mm. and that someone, when you don't even have faith in your own word to yourself, when you can't say to yourself, you know what, you are going to, by God, get up in the morning and you are going to start that exercise program, even if it's just walking around the block every day. And you can't even keep your word. You don't even have enough faith in yourself to know that you will do what you've just promised yourself. And when you when your sense of faith is so breakable, so fragile, so non-existent that you can't that you you don't even trust yourself to give yourself your word and keep it, you will never have a successful relationship because you never then ever be able to truly trust another person. You'll always be looking for um, some kind of reinforcement all the time, much less have faith in what you cannot see. How will that be possible? When you can't have faith in yourself, the the body you inhabit or the life you live or the relationships within your life. And And this has never been examined to the degree that it should be, and hopefully will be one day, the role that faith plays in our well-being, mm-hmm. and our health, because faith is directly connected to trust. If you don't have faith, you cannot trust. You mm-hmm. can trust anything, and and these days, as faith and trust have just disintegrated within us, you know, trying to control the other person through, through legal papers, through documents, through signatures, because we have no, and no capacity to trust anyone. We're more worried in negotiations about controlling that person's assumed dishonesty than in trying to control our own lack of integrity Mm -hmm. and our own insecurity all of which leads us to the the world that we're in right now. One where, where we would have a president who is a compulsive serial liar. And we sit back and say, well, what are you going to do? Right. That's okay. As if that's normal. That's not normal. Mm-hmm. It's not okay. And it's not normal to be surrounded by a barrage of lies all the time and and dishonesty and and conduct that is so egregious and we just take it in and take mm-hmm. it in. and so where where is in what is the system through which faith and trust and integrity is taught and modeled and in within our society so there we go.
1: Well, and I, I, I think that all three of those, as you said, begin within. Because if you don't have faith in yourself, example, taking that walk around the block and not doing it, you're not going to trust that you're going to do that. So you're also questioning your own level of integrity. And then that is projected out within the world that we live in and um one of the things that i really loved about intimate conversations is that you offer a tool to really connect with the divine in a new way momentarily you don't say this is what you need to do every single day this prayer right you offer that moment of connecting with the divine with god Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I know my listeners call it something different. I call it God. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, even my husband will say, oh, God? Yes, because to me, that's what it is, mm-hmm. whether it's nature, whether it's uh, whatever your belief system. And the book was not about a particular religion. Right. It was about building that sense of faith and awe and trust and integrity within yourself and within that divine connection.
0: And within the sacred, however it is oh. you you identify the sacred. I mean, I, I refer to God as Lord or God. This comes from my Catholic background in the vocabulary, but I don't care if someone calls it, you know, Goddess, God. These are words, they mean nothing. There yeah. is such thing as God that has religion. We have religion. We, we operate within religious symbols and iconology but the divine is without all of that. And it includes this grand universe and not this planet where we have Earth-centric gods mm-hmm. that look like us and tell stories like us. And, 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 and part of the cacophony in the universe is that those archetypal patterns, that Abrahamic religion, those days are coming to a close. And and we won't live to see all of that come down, all those structures coming down. But what we are witnessing is that for the last decades, we sense that we know the, the archetypes that have managed those religions are no longer fitting into our lives. And so we are evolving out in what I think what where we're going is into a bio spiritual ecological theology where the laws that govern nature are the same as the laws that govern our health and are the same as the laws that govern life and this is the nature of god the nature mm. of god is law mm. and i and, I, and and law is impersonal. It's like mathematics. It's impersonal. It is what it is. And it does. Math is math. It doesn't matter who you are, or where you come from. But what makes the universe per, intimate is prayer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There is the, the divine paradox that it is totally impersonal and totally intimate.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and it is intimate. It's deeply intimate. And each and every one of us prays so differently. You know, uh, I had a conversation with somebody where we talked about prayers and wishes and spells. And, and I know that you as a mystic have could have a conversation around all of that as well. Um, but it is, we, we pray differently. And ultimately, uh, one of the things that resonates with me in your work is turning it over. And developing, it is a conversation. It's not a demand, you know, it's not a demand. It's a conversation and turning it over Mm -hmm. and saying, hey, basically that will be done, right? Yeah, well, you know,
0: it's an interesting, one of the mystical truths, and it's a high mystical truth that has been, Revealed to us in a very bio-spiritual way is that we we participate in the creation of reality. We're not victims of it. Mm -hmm. Victims. And and so that really is a great influencer in terms of how do you pray when you are in fact a co-creator of reality and and really if you understand if you truly grapple with the profound power of co-creation that is your nature that you are wired to co-create then you then this then understanding the that you're designed to receive guidance 24-7, but that is what the intuitive system's about. It is a highly refined soul system of providing you guidance all the time mm-hmm. to maintain your balance, health, and your conscience. Don't eat this, do this, dot, dot. It is always guiding you. And, and that's organic divinity, the God in your blood and bones and in your fiber in your, in your unawareness, the divine in your unawareness. And um, as you become more aware, it seems to me that the smarter move is by far to say, this is a profound power that I have. I am not helpless and I am not a victim. I am in fact quite extraordinarily powerful and People know this because they're so terrified to make a choice. Mm -hmm. They're so terrified to say something in front of others because they know they're so terrified of the consequences of speaking up, speaking out, doing anything on their own. They're so terrified of consequences because they know what power cometh from speaking. And because it's so powerful, that's what the mystics thought you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to surrender this power back to you because mm-hmm. actually I don't, I, I don't want this without your help. Right. And that's what surrender is. Surrender is not like collapsing on the ground and saying I've made such a mess of things. And, and, Oh my God, I surrender, surrender. The actual mystical act of surrender is when you think, Oh my God, I'm so powerful. I, I can't, I can't, I don't want to blow it with all this. So I am surrendering myself. I will be done. You tell me what you want me to do mm-hmm. Take me down deep and show me why you sent me here now mm-hmm. and what you want me to do. And then you have to understand how guidance works.
1: Well, I, I show me, show me, show me, show me is such a powerful tool two very powerful words that are surrendering to saying i can't do this on my own like you said i i don't want to do this on my own and then working with your team you know really working with your team with that person and and observing and being open to what shows up and not having an agenda which i you talk about um, not being attached to your ego's definition of what's going to show up
0: and, and not deciding that, you know, this is where it's so important to understand the role of humility Mm. that you pride is a very blinding force. Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't do that because that's not, you know, that would get my clothes dirty and, that's too humble, and I need something more glamorous. Do you have anything more glamorous for me? <laughs> I mean, something right. you know, really spectacular. That's now when surrender it has to include this really profound, humble notion that all things are equal. Mm. My path is everything, and every from this point on, I have to assume. Wherever I'm standing is where you want me to be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And whomever I'm with is is a, a worthy being. That is, what is in one is in the whole. What I do to the least, I do to myself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, do, I have to start, what that means is I have to start living these truths. Mm-hmm. Though I am not breathing energy, I'm breathing grace. Mm-hmm. My choice at all times is either I grace this moment or I don't. Mm-hmm. To which I am held accountable. Not responsible. Responsible is for amateurs. It's accountable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I am accountable for how I engage every person. Because I I I am I am not in a position to say that person's worthy. As as Yahweh said to Job, where were you when I laid the foundations of this universe? I don't remember consulting you. Mm-hmm. I created all of this, and you would dare, dare question me. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> it is, the freedom of humility is just remarkable. Mm-hmm. Just
1: and the power of choice, you know, being able to just choose to walk that path. I know you, you talk a lot about choice in your work and in the book. You know, in in the in the book, you talk about choice, um, the power of choice, and choosing to walk this path and move forward with accountability. I love that word, accountability. Um, I'm not going to get into the politics, but imagine if our president and our administration became, took accountability for their actions, what a different world we would have. Um, yeah, and nature, you know, nature, nature doesn't fight and question what's next. It's just what is. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm Yeah. Yeah, that is true.
1: It's beautiful. Okay, so listeners, I'm having a conversation with Carolyn Mace, and we are talking about intimate conversations with the divine. It's her personal journal of prayer, guidance and grace. And really each prayer, there's hundreds, over 100 of them in there. Um, each prayer offers guidance and grace. Uh, do you have do you have one that's your favorite right now?
0: No. I, I really don't. I I um no. I don't have a favorite prayer. It's it's funny. I you know something I when I when the book arrived, I did what people do. I just opened it up. Yeah. You know, I just opened it up and I wonder I wonder I wonder what what prayer but I've continued to journal. Mm-hmm. You know, I've continued to journal. And because um, I, I simply love to journal and write prayers. Mm. We love to do that. It's like I'm, I, it's dwelling in grace. Mm-hmm. Really is dwelling in grace. And, I, and it is, for me, the idea of, talk, of, of that kind of com- conversation with God is just a rich thing to do.
1: Well, and I love the way that you approach it. Um, You know, it's not wrought memorization, which I grew up as a Catholic too, you know, Hail Mary, full of grace and um, all of that stuff, um, where we're taught to memorize and ask the same thing over and over and over again. It is a conversation and it gives us an opportunity. And I think that that's the richness of your work is that it gave you an opportunity to develop that relationship and um, truly connect on the soul level and share that wisdom that you gleaned from those conversations because you weren't just saying, you know, our father who art in heaven, you you actually conversed and listened to the wisdom that was offered you. And so today I opened up before we Mm. came on the show, I just opened up to the page cosmic sized love. Mm -hmm. And I, as somebody who also works in the healing realm, I really loved the prayer that you gave at the end and the grace. I mean, to me, we are, we are grace. So can I read that? Yes, please. Okay. So this is the grace we can call ourselves healers, but without the grace of healing, we, it makes me emotional, this one. Um, we are cars without fuel. The grace of healing comes from the divine. We channel it to those in need, but we ourselves need to be prepared to serve as channels for this grace. Thus the story of the wounded healer. First, the grace, like a fragrant cologne, is given to us to heal ourselves. And then when we're clear enough, it flows through us like potent perfume to heal others. And the prayer is Lord, please let the grace of healing pour down upon me like holy rain, especially when I am unaware that I am in need of it. Let the grace of healing flow through my mind, my heart, and my soul at all times, preventing darkness from finding a place to incubate in my system. Help me heal the first negative thought, so, I do not have time to create a second one and let the grace of healing flow from me to others. Lord, in any and all ways that I can. That's beautiful. Thank you. That was absolutely beautiful. And today I feel like we're all struggling with that negative thought, right? We are totally struggling with a negative thought based upon everything we read and the news and social media and to me this was so important that i stopped myself on that negative thought mm-hmm. and allow myself to connect with the divine and with love that's cosmic love that was perfect it's perfect
0: yeah and you realize i don't need that negative thought what am i doing with that yes it. what 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 i'm not connecting with that why do i want that negative thought it's harmful. It's harmful to me. It's harmful to them. I don't want it.
1: That's and yeah. it resonates in our body and our soul on so many levels mm-hmm. to have that negative thought. So that was really beautiful. Uh, I, if we had time, I'd read several others. But to me, that was just the, the perfect prayer for today and to be able to heal ourselves and connect with the divine. Um, you know, people talk a lot about self care and healing yourself is self care and soul care because it allows you the space to send that love and that healing out to others. Like you were talking about trusting yourself and faith in yourself. Mm -hmm. That's where it starts.
0: That's right. That's exactly right.
1: With all of that, that was beautiful. So thank you for that offering. Well, we're down to the wire and we only have about a minute and a half left. So first I wanna remind the listeners that all of Carolyn's information will be here on the Soulful Living page. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. So everything that that you need is on Carolyn's page and make sure you visit her website, join her Facebook. She's got videos on YouTube that are phenomenal and teachings that um, can really help you, especially in these crazy times. Uh, So with that said, Carolyn, I love for my guests to leave the listeners with something to take out into the world to elevate their soul or help them connect deeper and and develop their own conversations with the divine. What would that be for you? Well, you know what
0: I would leave them with as I do my students? I I always tell them prayer is power. It is. Prayer is power. And even if the only prayer you say is hover over me, God. Mm. Just hover over me. Just hover over me. If that's the mm. best you can do. It's enough.
1: It's mm. enough. That's beautiful. Well, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for the blessings. And I'm sending the highest blessings to you as well.
0: Thank you. It's been a pleasure.